If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 8th, 2012. And today we have about an 18-page PDF we're going to be going over. And again, I always put, post these PDFs with the study for a given date. So if you'd like, you can follow along. And um, there's also a lot of, typically a lot of other links that you can click on if you want to explore any particular topic further. I also try to post the uh, <clears throat> previous teachings I've done relating to a given subject with the content so that you'll have other resources as well for a particular study. So uh, this study we're going to be covering really two different topics. The first one is the new CERN particle collider update with the, the discovery of this Higgs boson uh, particle or whatever it is, which they're referring to as the God particle. And we're going to be going over that first, and the blasphemous implications with that, which I wasn't even fully aware of until I listened to the videos that we'll be hearing. And um, then we're going to be segueing into a, the, the really the rest of the teaching is regarding the Islamic Muslim uh, debauchery, hypocrisy, evil, uh, just the, the evil with that death cult knows no bounds. It really doesn't. And uh, since the secular media, for the most part, pretty much refuses to report on these things, I view the people dying from this death cult, I view their deaths as worth reporting on, worth mentioning, that their stories need to be told, uh, because I have never seen a religion get more of a free pass on a worldwide scale than this one, even though many times you'll hear stories about things, but the, the religion itself is, seems to be never condemned, it, it's never... It's never blamed on the... It's only blamed on this fringe radical. And, and if you study the actual uh, Quran, you'll find out that's what the Quran commands them to do. They're just being fundamental to the faith. So anyway, we're going to be looking at that at the second part. So let's get right into it here. And I'm also going to be doing two separate Bible studies along the way regarding uh, these issues to kind of drive the... Because that's really all that matters, is what does the Word of God have to say about these types of subjects. And again, this is why this ministry exists in part, to reconcile end-time current events with the Bible. <clears throat> because a lot of, I would say, ministries shy away from doing that. And when things really, really start to uh, get bad, <clears throat> and I, I know I understand they're bad now, but when things really start to... Um, erode in the coming near future, you're going to need to be able to reconcile these things biblically. For the most part, the body of Christ has not been taught to do that. They've not been taught to focus on it or even think about it. And um, it's just part of the reason why the ministry exists, but it is a big part. So the, new, the first article is, New Particle Fits Description of the Elusive Higgs Boson 
particle. Scientists say, this is out of CNN. <clears throat> Scientists said Wednesday that they had discovered a new particle whose characteristics match those of the Higgs boson, the most sought-after particle in physics, which could help unlock some of the universe's deeper, deepest secrets. Now, I'm going to go ahead and uh, click on this article. And Now, there's several videos you can watch. I watched them all, and <clears throat> I didn't want to be too redundant, so I've got... Basically, two that I'm going to be playing. The both of these pretty much hit hits the high points, and you'll see the severity, particularly in the second video that I'm going to be playing regarding this. Well, I would like to add my congratulations to everybody involved in this tremendous achievement. Uh, for me, it's really an incredible thing that it's. Okay, so what you're hearing here is Professor Peter Higgs. He is the guy that I believe postulated the Higgs boson particle that it would actually exist in nature uh, 40-some years ago, a long, long time ago. Um, and now what this is viewed as is vindication for his theory that he postulated so many decades ago. And what they did is they um, flew him in to this, where they made the announcement about the Higgs boson particle. And... Um, uh, so he was present when it was actually announced, and, and this is who you're hearing. Now we've done many teachings on CERN before the the particle collider, the particle collider that lies primarily in Switzerland, but it's so gigantic it's this big loop that actually part of it goes into France. It's the, this big loop. They've spent billions of dollars on this thing, and you know for so that they can, I guess, really what it boils down to, I believe, is so that they can kind of play God or or prove what they believe in their own mind is uh, like how the how the universe was first created and these types of things. Ultimately, what this is all about is disproving the God of the Bible. That's what it's all about. That's the primary motivation because these devils that will put billions of dollars into these really, I, I believe, worthless programs. They will go to... There's no length they won't stop at in order to disprove the God of the Bible. They'll spend trillions if they have to to clutch on to one little morsel or crumb of information that supposedly may disprove the God of the Bible. That's what it's all about. Just so you're all understanding why these massive projects are done. Ultimately, it always typically boils down to that. And so that they can look so smart and so scientific. We're going to look at what the Bible has to say about this in depth, this subject. But let's go further here. Happened in my lifetime. It's taken... <laughs> CNN's as Atika Schubert is following the development. She joins us now in the studio. A lifetime of work for, for uh, Professor uh, Higgs. And, but at the end of the day, what does this mean for you and me? Well, it doesn't change anything for you and me immediately. However, it does mean that this is unlocks just one more secret to the universe, really. Uh, what the Higgs boson does is it gives matter mass. It's what allowed the universe to actually swirl around and create stars, galaxies, planets, you and me. Mm. We wouldn't be here. Oh, you and me. So, now we finally, and this is why they call it the God particle, 
See, I never really understood what they called it, the God, because it is God. It is God. It is a infinitesimally microscopic particle that supposedly made everything at the point and after the Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang, probably the most asinine theory that's ever been concocted regarding our origin. And again, where did the mass for the Big Bang, where did that get created from? The Big Bang just kind of happened out of nowhere. And then this this Higgs-Boson particle was what actually then gave the universe some type of order. And why stars became stars and planets became planets. And then why we as human beings eventually emerged after the rain had rained on the rocks for millions and millions and millions of years. And out of the primordial sludge, we humans finally evolved from a two-celled amoeba, maybe after it got hit with some type of uh, prehistoric lightning bolt. And then we slithered into the sea and became fish. And then a, you know, we, we evolved from a fish into whatever. And then eventually we finally slithered on land, became some type of reptilian figure. And then ultimately became like, you know, a giraffe and then into a squirrel and then whatever. And then finally to an ape, where then we finally became Neanderthal man and then Piltdown man and so on and so on and so on. Until we finally got to where we are today. Yeah. Tell you what, it takes a whole lot more faith to believe that line of garbage that I just spewed out than it does to believe the God of the Bible that said he created, you know, the universe in six days and on the seventh day he rested. Like the Bible says in the Genesis. You know. I mean, think about it. You have to have way more faith to believe that. But see, people that are... People that don't want to answer to holy God. People that don't want to believe the Bible. Uh, they're just like the scientists I described. They will go to any links. They'll, they'll make any logical leap that they can possibly make in order to not have to answer to a holy God. Including believing in, in evolution, which is, again, the most asinine bunch of garbage. And it's been debunked, debunked so many different ways. But again, the Big Bang Theory is tied in with the whole evolution theory. So see, by discovering this God particle, now we can actually say, see, what they couldn't answer before was, well, you know, what gave the, if the Big Bang happened, would it just be a whole bunch of chunky rocks floating everywhere? And just, you know, how could, how can anything of order ever evolve from that? Well, now we know. The Higgs boson particle, which is the God particle... That is what gave the universe order. And that is what created the stars and the moons and the planets and all the and populated the earth and all these other things. So again, they can't give God, the, the, the God of the universe, Father God, Jesus Christ, all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. We're going to be going over those verses. Can't give him the credit. Oh, no, 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 no. That wouldn't be politically correct. That's not, quote, scientific. No, we need to give this particle. In fact, this particle is our God. It's what created everything. Oh, now we finally know. What gave that particle its intelligence then to do that? Did it just kind of happen onto it? Oh, I'm just a really smart particle. I'm just a really fun, smart particle. And, and you know, I'm just going to create the universe here out of nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so asinine and preposterous. 
The whole thing. But this is their religion. And it is. It is a religion. Which ultimately leads, in their case, to Darwinism. Now, 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 then, we've got the ancient astronaut theory, which is where actually aliens came and created us. But the, the ancient astronaut theory could actually even be worked in with the whole Big Bang, Higgs boson, alien, and evolution. You could, you could meld them all together. It's easily possible. And I really believe that when the, quote, ETs make their big debut and the Ascended Masters and these types that are going to come to save humanity after major cataclysmic events happen, most likely World War III, because, hey, it's order out of chaos. That's the, that's the uh, motto of the 33rd degree Freemason. That's the, really the motto of the Illuminati. When all these cataclysmic things have happened and people are maximally traumatized and desperate just to have some type of savior save them, that's when they're going to make their big debut. And I believe the theory they're going to purport is going to be like a combination of ancient astronaut. Yeah, we came here millions of years ago and we kind of had this little science project and we created you. Yes, we did it in, in, in yes, the Big Bang's true and yes, the Higgs boson thing's true and yes, evolution's true. It's going to be some probably melding of all those theories. And at the same time, they're going to say, yeah, you know that Jesus fellow? Now, he was one of us. He's, a, he's an Ascended Master. He's one of the lower level Ascended Masters. And you got his message all wrong. You really got it. In fact, we're going to show you tapes of when he was crucified. in like it was real time. And we're going to show you that he was actually never even really crucified. He didn't, he didn't die on the cross to pay your sins. He didn't shed his blood to uh, pay your sin debt. No, no, no. There was no finished work on the cross. There was no death, burial, and resurrection. None of that even happened. You just got it all wrong. And it's understandable, you know, religion blows things out of proportion and stuff like this. And there's No, no, we're going to really show you the true way. We're going to show you what really happened. This is what is coming. This is what they are saying they're going to do when they make their big debut. I mean, Hollywood has nothing invested in this. They've just, you know, spent billions and billions and billions of dollars brainwashing us regarding this whole E.T., Phenomenon and what's coming. I'm sure there's no truth to any. I'm, I'm sure there's there, nothing is going to ever become of any of it. They, I mean, Satan's just spent billions of dollars to try to brainwash us, and I'm sure nothing will ever come of it. You know, that's the way the church acts, though. All of this strong delusion that God said He was going to send, that He's allowing to happen, according to Second Thessalonians chapter two. All of that, no, you know that 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 doesn't matter. No, nothing will come of that. The Bible says in Matthew 24, 24, Jesus said, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect regarding the day and times we're living in, false prophets and these. So I'm telling you, this information is important and this Higgs boson thing is a really big deal. So let's, let's continue here. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for the Higgs boson, which is what... So we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Higgs boson. No credit to God Almighty. No credit to Jesus Christ. No, it's the Higgs boson that did it. See, giving credit to God or Jesus, no, 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 that's not politically correct. That's, we, we don't want to name the name of Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. We want to give it to some nebulous particle. We want to give him, this particle, the glory. Only due to God. The Bible says I will share my glory. Jesus, or God said I will share my glory with no one. And to me, it's like, the ultimate slap in the face to God to give some particle, and even if it does exist, who created the particle? Obviously, God did. 
Maybe this really is the particle that gave us substance. Maybe it is the elusive particle that God engineered into everything. But why can't they give the Lord Jesus Christ the credit? Oh, no, we can't do that. No, no, we can't do that. No, we're just going to give the particle credit. As though the particle mysteriously, mysteriously appeared out of nowhere and had this innate intelligence that knew what to do. It's, it's a absolute, it's blasphemy is what it is. I view this as pure blasphemy. One reason it is called the God particle. Now, what does this mean? Are we going to have some fancy, you know, a practical application out of this? Probably not. Well, it just means that now scientists are going to be looking at how the Higgs boson works and what does this mean for their other theories of how the universe works. Uh, so it just opens more questions. But for scientists, this is a really exciting, amazing thing. It is probably the biggest discovery we've had in a generation, at least. It has been something that has been so elusive to these physicists and to the scientists uh, at CERN. It has been such a, a painstaking, um, I guess, series of experiments that they've had to conduct to, in order to get to even this point where they say, now they're 99.9% sure. Yeah, in fact, it's 99.999% sure. They're <laughs> very sure. specific about it. But it's interesting because they really... They really want to be cautious about this and we actually have a bite from Rolf Hoyer who is one of the CERN scientists and he tries to explain what exactly it is they found. Take a listen. We have discovered a new particle, a boson, most probably an X boson, but we have to find out which kind of X boson this is. Does it have the properties which we expect from the standard model? If not, what are its properties and where do they point to? But at least... We know now that we can soon close part of the, of the chapter of the standard model. We have now found the last missing cornerstone of it, I think. So you can see right there, they found that last missing piece of the puzzle, uh, and it confirms all of what we, what we thought we knew, but now there's still a lot more questions to answer. Well, this is the thing, that may be the last missing piece of the puzzle, but it's a piece that will uncover a lot more questions now, a lot more for these physicists to do. Well, exactly. I mean, consider this, you know, all those stars, galaxies, planets, everything we see, yeah. that makes up only 4% of the universe. There's still 96% more we just don't know that much about. Yeah, and the good old Higgs boson, it's what, it's what did it. it you know. Now, I've done several teachings on CERN in the past, and I, I've actually provided you the links to those um, <clears throat> in this PDF as well, but for the most part, the thing that I've concentrated on with CERN is the evil behind CERN. All of the literally trying to tear, it's like literally the byproduct of this particle collider could literally be tearing a hole in the space-time continuum. I mean, creating what they call stargates or wormholes. And literally one of the reasons they believe, from an occultic standpoint, that they're doing this is to literally open portals or pathways of extremely evil, malevolent spirits into our plane of existence. It's the same thing that high-level witches do. It's the same thing that L. Ron Hubbard, the guy that started Scientology, and um, Ron Parsons, who had Jet Propulsion Laboratory, it's the same thing they were trying to do when they got together and... Um, conjured, it was called the Babylonian working, I believe, and they tried to conjure the whore of Babylon through one of these portals that was created through witchcraft. Well, now they've actually got a device 
the CERN Particle Collider, the biggest one on the planet like it, where they're actually doing this as well. Now, you're not hearing about that. Okay. You're hearing about, oh, we've made all this progress with the Higgs boson and this and that. But what this thing is actually doing on a spiritual level is beyond horrific. Uh, but again, hard to get information regarding that because I'm sure that the, you know that type of information would be highly guarded. But I just wanted to kind of mention that. And I did get into that in the other teachings I post regarding this particular study. Now, let's go and let's hear the next video on this, which is really, I mean, where do you hear this? Now, it's entitled, Why is the God Particle a Big Deal? And I wrote in there, because it will dis, it will try to disprove all religion. Remember what I said about when the ETs make their big debut in the Ascended Masters? Well, this is one of the ways they're going to do it. The Higgs is part of the what has been termed as the Higgs boson. So explain the Higgs and the boson both. Okay, we're celebrating the fact that we have found a new particle. Okay, now this is theoretical physicist Micho Kaku, and he explains the larger implications of the God particle discovery. Okay, so this blasphemous devil is going to explain to us what this really means. Okay? Uh, This was an interview on CNN Live... And uh, here, we're going to just let, gonna let him talk here. Never seen before in Mother Nature, by slamming two beams of proton at trillions of, of electron volts, and this particle, we think, was, in fact, a particle like this, was the fuse that set off the explosion which created the universe, so that everything we see around us, the galaxies, the planets, the Earth, life itself, is a byproduct of an explosion which was set off by a Higgs-like particle. We think that originally... So the Higgs particle is not only responsible, being it's the God particle, not only responsible for the creation of the universe, it was actually the fuse that was there and lit uh, to actually create the Big Bang, and then once the Big Bang happened, the Higgs boson was what gave the universe order, essentially. I mean, just, you know, again, you got to have a ton of faith to believe this garbage. You re- Way more faith than you would ever have to have to believe in the God of the Bible. The universe was a gas of particles with no mass at all. Think of a crystal. Beautiful crystal, totally symmetrical, but useless. It exploded. And the shattering of this crystal gave us all the masses of the particles today. The electron, the proton, the neutron, the atom. Why do we have a nucleus? Why do we have a proton? Because they have masses. So the explosion of the particle broke the original perfect symmetry of this crystal, giving us the broken world we see today of planets, stars, galaxies, you, me, even love. All of it from this... Oh, even love. The Higgs boson even gave us all our emotions. It gave us everything. You know, everything that... I mean, because they got to give credit to somebody. It can't be God. It has to be some nebulous particle. Explosion triggered by a Higgs-like particle. Okay, it's still very complex, but... I know that you often break out into uh, the sociological implications of science as well. This is the beginning of a very, very big conversation, isn't it? This isn't just science. This is how science may actually disprove religion, because you said you... Aha, this is how science will disprove religion. All religion. Specifically, Bible-believing Christianity. That's the only religion the New World Order is really 
worried about because it's the only one that really poses any kind of threat to them because all of the other religions are already on board with the New World Order. They don't care what god you worship as long as it's not the god of the Bible. I mean, they own lock, stock, and barrel all the other religions. They're all works-based types of whether it's Hinduism, Buddhism, Jehovah Witness, Mormonism, Seventh-day Catholicism. They're all works-based. They're all works-based cults, essentially. And they're, they're geared toward that frame of mind. The Illuminati already owns all of them. Okay? The only one they're really going to be really interested in is disproving the God of the Bible. But, again, this is the implications of this, to disprove all religion. When you hear God particle, is, is that where we may be headed to this? Even more than that. Realize okay, that so he says, even more than that. So she says, is this going to be used to disprove all religion? And then she says a whole bunch of other stuff. But he says, even more than that. So what he's saying is, yes, this is going to be used to disprove all religion, but even more than that. I mean, we're talking rank blasphemy on a very, very high level here. So let's see what even more than that entails. The Higgs boson takes us to the instant of creation itself, and we can run the videotape before the Big Bang. We can talk about... Oh, how is that? Where are they going to get that footage? i really like to know that. Where we're going to get the uh, uh, footage before the Big Bang that took place in their eyes, what, millions, billions, whatever, years ago. The universe before the creation of the universe itself. If our universe is a soap bubble of some sort and it's expanding, there could be other soap bubbles out there, other universes. And so this is where the next step beyond the Large Hadron Collider comes in. We're going to look for evidences of a pre-Big Bang universe, perhaps the existence of other universes. And then, of course, we have the question that everyone asks me, is Elvis Presley still alive in another parallel universe? Is he? Maybe. <laughs> you can't rule it out. Come on. We're going there? Really? We're going into... It now, notice he mentioned parallel universes. This is a huge, gigantic theme on sci-fi. Parallel universes. Okay? Infinite amount of universes that exist parallel to ours in different dimensions. And everything in those universes is just slightly different than the universe beside it. Okay? Now, realize the implications of that. Well, if that's the case, did Jesus Christ go into every single one of those parallel universes and similarly die for their sins as well in a million other parallel universes? Obviously, no. So see, if you can convince somebody of this whole thing of parallel universes, then that opens up the whole thing. I mean, again, it's all about discrediting and disproving the word of God. And if they can brainwash you into thinking that, if they can destroy your faith, then they've got you right where they want you. Areas that, that take us before the instant of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. We're talking about going before the beginning itself. I tell you, this is deep. This is really deep. It has philosophical, theological implications as we talk about a universe, a parallel universe, other universes out there coexisting with ours. And the Large Hadron Collider, this gigantic machine in Geneva, is the key to perhaps proving the existence of these other dimensions. You see where this is going? I mean, this is really, really major stuff here that um, they're going to exploit to the nth degree. 
So hopefully that will give you an idea of the satanic agenda behind this. Now you know why they've tried so hard to prove this particle exists so that they could give it the credit that only God deserves. Hence why they call it the God particle. That's the real reason. That's the real motivation for, for pouring in the billions into these types of projects. That's their motivation because they'll do they'll go to the ends of the earth to not have to answer to a holy God, the God described in the Bible. And again, then they will declare themselves as gods themselves, which was the first lie that Satan gave to Eve in the Garden of Eden. You shall be as gods. It's the same lie that's being perpetuated now with the whole transhumanism movement and the whole merging from the old world order into the new world order, from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius. You shall be as gods. And this is part of that um, process. Okay, so what does the Bible have to say about this? What does the Bible have to say about all this supposedly high-level, you know, um, information and intelligence that we've discovered here? Well, I have a series of Bible verses contrasting what the new Higgs boson cult religion, what that contrasting that with what the Word of God actually says. Now, again, it is its own new cult religion. Now that it's been discovered, a new religion has just emerged. Okay, and many people will worship at this shrine. Okay, of the Higgs boson cult. Psalm 14.1 says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. The fool. That's how God views them as a fool. Attributing what only God could do to some particle. That even if it does exist, God created that. Because God created everything. Period. Genesis 1.1 says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Isaiah 44.24 says, Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, and he that formed thee from the womb, I am the Lord that maketh all things, that stretcheth forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. See, God stretcheth forth the heavens alone. He didn't need anybody's help. In other words, he didn't need Higgs Boson to come along and say, you know, God, I'm going to work with you on this one, and uh, I'll help you out here. God, if, if the Higgs Boson actually does exist, God created that. In order, if what they're saying is true, to give the universe order. But let's give credit where credit is due. Next verse that frustrateth the tokens of liars. God's the one that frustrateth the tokens of liars. These, that word token means like the signs of liars, the, the, you know, the evidence of liars. That maketh diviners mad, like the people, diviners, like soothsayers and, and fortune tellers and these types of people, they're diviners. That turneth wise men backwards, these that think they're wise, and maketh their knowledge foolish. And again, it's, it's very applicable to what we're talking about today here. Because this is all foolishness. To give some particle credit 
that you can only, I mean, that, that where God deserves that credit and that glory for the creation of the universe. No, 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 let's give it to some particle. Romans 1.18 For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. This is what they're doing at CERN. They're holding the truth in unrighteousness. They've got some truth. I'm sure that they're discovering some things. True. Maybe let's let's give them the credit where they say, okay, maybe they really did discover this Higgs boson. And maybe really it does do what they say. So what? God still created it. Only an intelligent creator could create something like a Higgs boson particle that had the ability to do what they're saying it does. It just didn't happen out of nowhere. I mean, if you were walking along and you saw a Rolex timepiece on the, let's say you're walking in the woods and you saw a Rolex timepiece sitting over there on a stump, would you ever in a billion years think that that had no creator and that that just kind of happened by itself? The Rolex? Well, no. Obviously, it had an intelligent creator. Okay, How much more so creation of the universe that is all around us I mean, that Earth is just the right distance from the sun and that, and that it, you know, it's on an axis so that we have seasons and, you know, there, there's so many different things, that, the, the oxygen content of, you know, the planet. I mean, there's so many things that allow us as humans to exist on planet Earth. Oh, that just all happened by chance? You would never think that of a Rolex watch. But these demon-possessed scientists demand that you believe that about the universe. The Big Bang. Oh, we finally found out what kind of got the Big Bang going now, this Higgs boson thing. Where did it get its innate intelligence? It had to have some type of unbelievably advanced, intelligent creator. And that creator is the God of the universe, the Lord Jesus Christ. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. And again, that's what we're talking about here. Because that which, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God hath showed it unto them. I mean, people that work at places like CERN and these astronomical places and they look up into the stars or these high-level scientists, see, God is manifest to them. They know deep down that there is a God that is responsible for all of this, the universe. They can deny it all they want. God, God hath showed it unto them. It says it right here. They're without excuse. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Now, in a way, this Higgs boson is an invisible thing that was now discovered. Let's, let's take the word for it. Let's say it's true. I, I, it doesn't shake my faith in the Bible one bit that there's a Higgs boson. If they would use it in such a way to glorify God, which would be very easy to do by giving him the credit and the glory for creating this particle that has this innate type of intelligence built in that helped to rearrange things in the universe. Absolutely. Give God the credit for it, though. Don't give the particle credit. 
It's like when you see that Rolex watch on the side, you give all the credit to the Rolex watch. Oh, look at that Rolex watch. It just kind of put itself together like that. It just created itself. No, who created the Rolex? The the person that created the Rolex deserves the credit for creating the Rolex. They're not doing that in this case. They're giving the particle the credit. They're giving it's like giving the Rolex the credit. But who created the Rolex? Who created the Higgs boson? Had to be some really, 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 really highly advanced, super intelligent creator, the God of the Bible, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the only one that could have pulled it off. Satan sure couldn't do it. Satan comes to still kill, kill, steal, and destroy. He comes to destroy, not to not to build, not to create anything good. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Being understood by the things that are made. I mean, you can look up into the, the, the skies and the stars and the sun and the moon and the planets and our environment. You know innately that a creator, a super intelligent creator the God of the Bible created these things. It just didn't happen by chance. Even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. They're without excuse. They can try to explain God out of this. See, all, all this shows me, this actually increases my awe and wonderment of God, this Higgs boson particle. If it's, let's say, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say it's true. All it does is increase my faith. It doesn't it doesn't shake it. And that's why I'm here. So that this hearing this doesn't shake your faith. Because it shouldn't do that. It should do the opposite. It's kind of like the intelligence that God downloaded into our system regarding our, our brain and nervous system. There's an innate intelligence in our body, and I don't mean this is apart from God. I'm saying God put it there. I mean, your heart's beating all the time, and you're not thinking about it, are you? Are you thinking about consciously breathing all the time? Are you thinking about the thousands of reactions that are taking place in your liver all the time? Are you thinking about the probably millions of electrical impulses going through your brain right now? Are you, are you consciously um, manipulating every one of those reactions? No. It's like this innate intelligence God put inside you I mean, when you cut yourself, are you constantly, are you consciously thinking, man, I'm going to heal this up, man, I'm going to heal this up, and you like heal yourself? No. Your body does it on its own. God, the Lord Jesus Christ did all of that. We need to give credit where credit is due. Okay, so going further, verse 21, Romans 1, 21. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. See, these people deep down know God did this. They, they know this. But their foolish minds are darkened. They're not going to glorify him as God. This Higgs boson thing, they're not going to glorify God as God. They're not going to use this. No, no, no. They're going to use it to glorify themselves. Look what we've discovered. And now this is our God. This is our God particle. That's who will worship the particle. It's like worshiping the Rolex watch. Or giving all the credit to the Rolex watch. 
when it should be to the craftsman that created it. This is the example that I'm, I'm bringing you back to. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful. Do you hear these people at CERN, how thankful they are to God, that, that, that God actually allowed them to discover one little piece of his infinitely complex universe, which is what they should be bowing down and thanking God for. Oh, no, no, I didn't hear any of that. No, they're thankful to their own efforts, to their own selves. They're thankful to Peter Higgs, who postulated the Higgs boson particle decades ago. There's there's no credit given to God whatsoever. No, this is going to be used to disprove God in their eyes. They're without excuse. They're beyond without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. I would go to so far as to say as their consciences are being incrementally sealed as with a hot iron, as the Bible talks about. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. All of these people that get into this garbage and all these high-level scientists and these that, that want to separate themselves from God and think, oh, this is scientific, God has nothing to do with it, we'll create our own religion, we'll create our own God. They're fools. They profess themselves to be wise, but they're fools. Knowledge puffeth up. For the most part. They're getting pride. Pride goeth before fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. They're proud. And that pride, just like it did to Satan, when he was the anointed cherub that covereth, as the Bible described him as, and he became vain and lifted up in his own heart because of his own beauty, because of his merchandise, as the Bible talks about in Ezekiel. And then he says, I will be as God. I will ascend unto the sides of the north. He wanted to usurp God's position. That pride blinded Satan. It'll do the same thing to us. That's why pride is so dangerous. Because it blinds you. Somebody who's proud, it's extremely dangerous because you don't know you're proud. You don't think of yourself as proud. And I don't mean like proud of your country or proud of your children or something like that. I'm talking about proud pride. A vanity type of pride. Look at me. I'm, I'm better. I'm, I'm this. I'm that. I'm, that pride blinds you. A mass murderer knows he's a mass murderer. A thief knows he's a thief. But a proud person doesn't know he's proud. And that's why it's so dangerous. What is the remedy for pride? Humility. What will engender humility in a Christian's life like no other thing? Having the fear of God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about that fear him and delivereth them. There's all kind of blessings connected with the fear of the Lord. And if you have the fear of the Lord, humility is a byproduct of that. And humility and pride cannot exist together. They're, they're, they're at opposite ends of the spectrum. So the remedy for pride is humility. So if you have somebody who's proud and they can't get saved... Because they're so proud in their own mind and maybe they've got all these accomplishments and this and that. Pray for them. Pray for, pray them for them. Humility. And whatever it takes. If God has to hang them out over hell for them to understand their lost state, then so be it. Better he hang them out over hell for a minute or whatever than them die and go to hell for eternity 
I'm using that as an example, but whatever it takes. And humility is something you can pray for in your own life. But this is all, this is, I, when I, I see all this, I just, the, the first word that comes up into my thinking is pride. Pride, these scientists, pride. Look at our billion dollar, trillion dollar CERN particle collider. Look at what we've done. And we've got our God particle. Now we have our God will worship. And we discovered this. And we're not going to give the God of the Bible one shred of credit for any of this. It's really sickening. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. That's how God views them. It's fools. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same in the beginning, same was in the beginning with God. Okay, the Word, capital W. It's John 1. This is Jesus Christ. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Capital W, Word. All things were made by Him, verse 3. All things. This is when the universe was created. This is Genesis 1. Okay, This isn't the Big Bang. The big stupid bang. Okay, it's not that. All things were made by Him. Who? The Word. Jesus Christ. And without Him was not anything made that was made. End of story. You don't want to believe it? Fine. Go ahead and believe on your your God particle and your ancient astronaut theory and your Darwinism, Darwinism whatever theories where we evolved out of primordial sludge and just so happened one day to turn into a human being millions of years down the food chain. Yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, that, that definitely happened. Happened last Wednesday, actually. I tell you, it's just crazy how this evolution thing happens. It's just amazing. Anyway... Verse 4, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 9, that was the true light, capital L. This is the word, capital W, this is Jesus Christ. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him. Praise the Lord. And the world knew him not. The world was made by him. He came unto his own. He was born a Jew. Okay. Came into his own. Came to the Jews. And his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them which believe on his name. The sons of God in this case meaning born again Bible believers. Okay, The sons of God in the Old Testament, the way that term is always used is always in regard to angels. Always. In the New Testament, it's referred to as Bible believing Christians. It's a different use from Old to New Testament. Remember, Old Testament's in Hebrew, New Testament, Greek, and some Aramaic. So, just so you know, Going further, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. 
And the Word was made flesh, capital W, Jesus Christ, was made flesh. Okay? Immaculate conception with Mary. Okay? That's what they're in reference to here. The Word was made flesh and dwelled among us. When he was on earth for the 33 years. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father. The only begotten Son of the Father. Jesus Christ. Full of grace and truth. Amen. Colossians 1.12 Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Meet meaning fit or apt. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, capital S, meaning Jesus Christ, in whom we have redemption through his blood, praise the Lord Jesus Christ, even the forgiveness of sins. Yeah, now see, that's the good news. And if you're not saved listening to this, go to my website at contendingfortruth.com and click on the salvation tab and I'll walk you through biblically how to get saved. It's not hard. Just need to know. Okay, so please do that because that's the most important thing you will ever, ever do. None of this other stuff that I even go over matters apart from, apart from you being saved. I mean, you can know all this stuff, all this information that I go over on a weekly basis. And be unsaved. And what, what good is it going to do you when, you when you drop into hell? I'd be the first to admit that. So, please do that. So, anyway, let's go further. Next verse. In whom we have redemption, through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created. This is Jesus Christ. He's who we need to be giving the glory and the honor and the praise to. Not some particle. Not some man. Not some ancient astronaut. Not Darwin. Not the primordial slime. For by him, Jesus Christ, all things were created. That are in heaven and that are in earth. Visible and invisible. What would be invisible? Well, Higgs boson was invisible up till now. Let's give them, let's, let's take them at their word. Maybe this really is the particle that did what they say. Okay? Great. God, it's just more proof of God's unbelievable intelligence. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just more proof of that. Oh, no, no, no. We can't give it the credit to God. No, no, we can't do that. Visible and invisible. This would also, I believe, believe would be applicable to the spiritual dimension. Angels that you can't see. These types of things. For all things, for by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities. Now we're definitely talking about different spiritual um, hierarchies. Thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Next verse. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. See, Jesus Christ is what literally holds the universe together. If he were to withdraw his hand from the universe, things aren't just going to keep going. 
He, by him, all things consist. By him, the suns burn, the stars burn, the planets rotate, the seasons progress, the trees make oxygen, we make CO2, which the trees use. I mean, you could go on and on and on. By him, Jesus Christ, all things consist. That's the truth. All these other things where man wants to give credit to things apart from God, I mean, they're just liars. They're fools. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Alright, let's go to the next... Uh, you know what? I'm going to probably just end this part here and just turn that into a little dedicated teaching. And then we're going to go into our series on the Muslims. And look at that. So, God bless you, and we'll see you in the next part. Thank you. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.